are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, your home for daily Seattle Mariners news and analysis. Thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. And today is Thursday, October 28th, 2021. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. That's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon where we talk about the Mariners even more. Also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control the zone for more information on that. Got a fun show on tap for you today here on Locked On Mariners. It's Trivia Thursday, so I'll be putting Colby's Mariners knowledge to the test. We're also going to talk about Shed Long's departure and why this year's World Series matchup and even the postseason in general just kind of sucks. So if you like what you hear, give the show a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to this. We greatly appreciate it. Colby, you ready to do some more Jerry DePoto trade-related trivia? Sure, let's do it. You've done pretty well with these, by the way. I, I believe you've only gotten one wrong, and it was a pretty hard one. So you're, uh, you know, you're you're doing a bang-up job here, and it's probably your knowledge of writing about all these trades, having to, you know, write some, you know, three hundred word pieces here and there. <laughs> Sound familiar? By chance, sure ring any bells, trigger any any PTSD for you by chance. Uh, so we, we, <laughs> we got four questions here for you, all related to Jerry DePoto trades. This time I didn't really go like easiest to hardest. I think they're all fairly hard, but I think you should be able to get every single one. We'll uh, we'll see here. But we're going to start with a multiple choice question, which is actually new this week. And uh, there's going to be four choices here from november of 2018 all the way through the end of the 2019 season how many trades did jerry depoto make with the national league east is it a one b two c five d seven okay um so not just the off season but also in the regular season and the 2019 regular season. Right. So obviously there's the Kelnick trade, the Segura trade. And then I'm not so that, and then I'm not sure if they count the Strickland deal and the, and the Elias deal as two separate deals or not, but I know that's at least three. So that means it's, it can't be a or B. Um, what are the, they didn't make a lot of other trades. I can't remember during that 2019. They weren't all that active at the deadline. So I'm just. They made have, quite a lot of in season trades. Did they? Oh, a lot of minor trades that I'm assuming, right? They made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven trades in season. Eleven trades in the 2019 season? Yeah. Wow. NL East only, right? Yeah, this is this answer specifically though is for the NL East. Okay. I remember for they the, made a for, deal. For the question. They sent Swarzak to the Braves. Mm. Bruce to the Phillies. Mm-hmm. So 
See, if I knew they counted Fletcher and, and Elias as two separate trades, then I would know the answer is seven because that's six right there. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to hazard a guess just real fast. Uh, Kelnick, Segura, uh, Elias, Strickland, uh, Swarzak, Bruce, um, I feel like I'm forgetting one, but if I'm forgetting one, then that would put the answer at seven. So, um, I am going to go with seven. Final answer. Yes, because I I'm going I, I'm just I'm going to assume this is my thought process that they counted uh, the Strickland and Elias trade as one trade, um, mm-hmm. but I believe then that the seventh trade would then be they got Austin Adams from the Nationals I think or the Brewers but I think it was the Nationals so I'm going to say seven. Mm. You would be correct. It is seven. Wow. It's uh. So the first trade was with the well here actually let, let me ask you this. Which team did they not trade with from the NL East? The Marlins. The Marlins, correct. So the first trade was of course acquiring Jared Kelnick, Justin Dunn, Gerson Bautista, Anthony Swarzak and Jay Bruce from the Mets in exchange for Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. Then they traded uh Gene Segura, Juan Nicasio, and James Pazos to the Phillies for J.P. Crawford and Carlos Santana. Then, uh, during the season, they traded Nick Wells and Cash to the Nationals for Austin Adams. <laughs> then they traded Anthony Swarzak and Cash to the Braves for Jesse Biddle and Erodis Vizcaino. Then they traded Jay Bruce to the Phillies uh, and $18 million for Jake Shiner. And uh, they traded... Uh, Taylor Gilbo, or sorry, they traded Rowanis Elias to the Nationals for Taylor Gilbo and Elvis Alvarado, and then they traded Hunter Strickland to the Nationals for Aaron Fletcher. Those were two separate trades, so seven. Huh, okay. So, uh, yeah, you got it right. All right, during the 2017 season, the Mariners acquired right-handed pitcher Ryan Garten and catcher Mike Marjama from the Rays. They sent three prospects in return. Can you name two of them? Okay, I remember this trade. Mm-hmm. I remember writing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. I feel, let's see. Trying to remember. I don't think Yarborough was in this trade. I think he was in the 2016 trade. He was um, in the Smiley Deal. The Smiley Deal. Okay. Um. Uh, one of them was uh, Anthony Mashevitz. Yes. In the long back and forth. Um. Did the other one ever play, or one of the other two ever play in the majors? Yes. Oh. Okay. One of them is currently on a major league roster right now, but not the Rays. Not the Rays. Okay. So one of those things, if you give me the team, it'll it'll spoil, like it'll be too easy. Um, uh, he, 
it, I'll I'll give you like thirty seconds, thirty more seconds, and then I'll tell you. Okay, I'm just trying. Tim Lopes went to the Blue Jays. Couldn't have been Richie Schaefer. I think came from the Rays to the Mariners, and then they just DFA'd him. I think. Um. Who did the Mariners have? It couldn't have been anybody too good because they have Garten and, and Marjima. So, um. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it uh, Luis Rangifo? It was Luis Rangifo. <laughs> Look at you. Former, uh, <laughs> or I, he's on the Angels right now, right? Or did he get yes. DFA'd? Okay. I believe, the he's on the, I believe he's on the Angels right now, yes. Um, and then the other one was Osmi Gregorio, who I believe has not. I have no idea made. who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a player to be named later in that deal. All right. During the 2019 season, the Mariners acquired a right-handed pitcher from the or- Orioles for infield prospect Ryan Ogren. Who was the pitcher? Oh, um, Mike Wright. Yes, correct. <laughs> All right. And then finally, in the 2017-2018 offseason, the Mariners traded Juan Ten and J.P. Sears to the Yankees for who? Uh, Nick Rumbelow. Nick Rumbelow is correct. Look at you go. All right. Four for four. Again on the day, you are now, what, 11 out of 12? Something like that. Doing pretty well. You are definitely a, you are definitely a Jerry DePoto stan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a lot of them is process of elimination. I can kind of remember players who get traded to certain teams. And then it's just Mm -hmm. trying to find out like, okay, does that make sense? Like, would they trade, you know, would they trade who who would they get for this guy realistically um yeah. so yeah that's the uh i i, I guess the mishevitz one uh honestly because i just remember that he was a mariner then a ray then a mariner again or was it ray's yeah. or whatever it was i remember he kind of had a uh a not quite as you know he was jacob nottingham before nottingham but not even like quite as nottinghammy <laughs> If that makes sense, <laughs> like it was just back and sure. forth and then back. Whereas Nottingham was like in the same two weeks, he was a Mariner <laughs> to he was a Brewer to a Mariner to a Brewer to the Mariners again. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so that was just a guess. And then I don't know. I I can I always struggle to remember because the Mariners in the race have made so many trades. I always like okay, who went with in what deal? Like in what deal did the Mariners acquire Richie Schaefer? What deal did they acquire Taylor Motter? You know. Right. Because there's a lot of those little tiny, like little tiny players in these trades uh, with the Rays. And so, yeah, I just, I guess I probably just have a, a pretty good recall of every player that's been traded between the Rays and the Mariners. And it's just kind of trying to put them in the right deal. Like, does that make sense for this deal? Sure. Yeah. You know what I just realized on this list that they have here? I'm on uh, MLB Trade Rumors. They don't have the Malik Smith deal on here. Which one? This is weird. Like the like the one where they got him for uh for Zanino. Yeah. That is weird. It's a pretty yeah. big one. Yeah, they know. They got yeah. They got Fraley in that deal too. Yeah. Hmm. Weird. All right. Well, we are going to move on and talk about Shed Long, who is now officially a free agent in just a moment. But real quick, I want to remind you this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by Rock Auto. 
With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, whereas with Rock Auto, it's only $216. Plus, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. If you know any Mariners fans out there, let them know that we are free and available everywhere that they can get podcasts. You're listening to us on a free platform right now. We're on everywhere. We're on Apple. We're on Spotify. We're on Google. We're on all those things. Stitcher, every single podcast platform you can name, we're on there. So. Let everyone know that we're out there talking about the Mariners. It's going to be a great offseason talking about this team. Uh, And the Mariners have already made some moves, and we haven't been able to get to those moves just yet this week. But earlier last week, they took some players off of their 40-man roster. Marcus Wilson was outrighted. Uh, Ryan Weber was outrighted, and he elected free agency. Uh, LJ Newsom was claimed off waivers by the Cardinals. And Shed Long was also outrighted and elected free agency. So Shed Long, former you know top 10 prospect in the Mariners system, has had some injury concerns, had a great September of 2019, had contributed a little bit here in 2021 after he got back to full health, but he got hurt again. And uh, now he's going to be looking for an opportunity elsewhere. I don't think the door is necessarily closed shut on a possible return to Seattle, but they're letting him explore the market now. He's free to sign wherever he pleases right now and is going to see if he can get a better opportunity to make a major league roster elsewhere. Uh, But Colby, what do you think about this news? Did it surprise you at all? And uh, what do you think about the future of Shed Long and if a return to Seattle is possible at all this offseason? First of all, I, I would say it's something to note here is about the uh, the waiver process for outriding a guy uh, is that the other 29 clubs clubs all had a shot to claim shed long and they chose not to. So sure, that's that's pretty telling um, that nobody wanted to put this guy on their 40 man roster. Um, so to me, that does point to a possibility that uh, shed could be back on a minor league deal. Um and they they should be interested in that, and hopefully Shed is too. But I I think he's probably going to look for, you know, major league opportunity. Um, so a rebuilding club or a club that uh, you know just wants some second base depth, and uh, I, I think they I think that's Shed's first choice is to go to a club that he thinks he has a really good shot to be on the opening day twenty six. Um, Failing that, then I think there is a, a pretty decent chance he comes back, assuming the relationship is okay. Um, we don't know for sure. Uh, but we didn't hear anything to the negative. So for now, we, we have to assume that the relationship ended on okay terms. Uh, so mm-hmm. 
if that's the case, then I could see it. I could see it with an invite to spring training and all that stuff involved. Um, as for why, um, or, you know, am I shocked? No, I'm not. Uh, Shedlong. The thing about, about the, the IL guys is that everybody who ended the season on the IL who's under contract for next year gets added to your 40 man roster the day after the world series. And obviously you cannot make any moves whatsoever until your 40 man is, is under 40. Um, mm-hmm. Seattle, I believe before this Floria moves after the six, after the uh, 60 day IL guys came off the IL, I believe they would have been at 45. So they had to make some moves. Um, 43, they would, they would have had to make some moves. So, uh, I'm not that surprised. Newsome, of course, he's not going to pitch next year. So you can't carry that guy on your 40 man all winter. doesn't make sense. Um, shed long, you know, re-injured the same shin. So there's a chance he wasn't going to be ready to go by spring training. And it just doesn't make sense to carry those guys on your 40 man roster. Um, 40 man spots are, are valuable. They're, they're precious. You only get 40 of them. Uh, so while there are probably, there were some other candidates who are, uh, you were more obvious cuts than, than uh, shed long. Those guys are probably healthy right now and available. So why cut them right now? Um, so yeah, I, I feel like shed is, is a guy who is, is, you know, looking for that major league opportunity. I just don't know if it's out there for him right now, because aside from the one month he had in 2019, it's been pretty bad and he's been hurt. That, that that's a tough, no, that's a, a tough resume to get a a major league job on. So we'll see what happens with him. but it it totally makes sense that the Mariners would DFA him now actually kind of do him a favor, get him out on the market as soon as possible um, and let him see what's out there. And then maybe, you know, maybe that's some goodwill that you've built up so that he returns uh, on a minor league deal, which is, is definitely a possibility. Mm -hmm. So uh, not all of the 60 day IL guys have been uh, added to the 40 man roster. Uh, yet, um, there's also impending free agents that are going to be coming off the 40 man roster after the world series, Joe Smith, Sean Doolittle, Tyler Anderson, James Paxson, uh, Kyle Seager is also going to have his contract bought out for the uh, final year of his deal. Um, and then, you know, there's still plenty of other guys on the 40 man roster that are, uh, pretty clear, uh, cut candidates. Uh, Sam Haggerty was among those that were, that was outrighted. Uh, Darren McCacken as well. So those guys are already off of the 40 man, but there's also Kevin Padlow. There's Dylan Moore. There's um, possibly even Jake Fraley, Tom Murphy. Uh, you know, uh, maybe you say Kikuchi if he does not accept his uh, player option, which he probably will, but that could be another name that comes off the 40 man. Uh, Nick Margavages. Um mm-hmm. You know, Juan Ten, Donovan Walton, Joey Gerber, Eric Swanson, Aaron Fletcher, Jose Godoy, etc. You get the point. There's plenty of options here to clear more 40-man spots. And um, and they're definitely going to exhaust all of those options. But uh, yeah, for anyone that's concerned about a potential roster crunch, there's no need to worry about that. Uh, this team has plenty of outs on that front. So they're going to be okay. But uh, yeah, it's, it's still... Uh, it's, it's not... You know, great to to lose shed long. Um, you know, but uh, it just doesn't didn't seem like there was going to be a future for him here in Seattle. And uh, you know, I, I 
I really like Shed. Uh, I think he can still be a quality Major League Baseball player, uh, but that's probably not going to be in Seattle. They're probably not going to be able to give him the opportunity to best do that. And uh, there's probably going to be a chance out there for him um, on another roster to uh, to make an impact, probably with a, you know, a, a bad team that's kind of going through a rebuild right now. You know, you think about maybe the Pirates or the Rangers or someone like that could could probably use Shed Long and uh, he could probably use them as well. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But, uh, you know, best of luck to him. And, and if his path does lead him back to Seattle, that would be um, great. You know, it would, it would be fun to to have. Uh, Shedrick Bernard Long still in uh, Seattle in the Seattle Mariners organization because he uh, he's a fun player to watch when he's when he's healthy. Uh, obviously had the walk off Grand Slam against the Rays. He had a RBI single in the big comeback against the Astros. He uh, he he certainly had some moments, um, and I think he 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 definitely uh, can uh, put it all together and, and be a uh, useful major league piece uh, somewhere. So we'll see where his career takes him. Uh, should be interesting offseason for him, and uh, we'll see how the next few weeks goes for him. So uh, we're going to talk about the World Series and the postseason as a whole in just a moment because it's just it's not that good, to be quite honest with you. But uh, before we hop into that, just want to remind you this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Man, this this postseason and the World Series kind of stinks, right? Just just kind of sucks for context. We're recording this on Tuesday. So the world series hasn't officially begun yet. Uh, so who knows how, you know, the, the first couple of games have gone by the time that you're listening to this, but, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I'm not into this at all. And, uh, Colby, I, I know that you feel the same way. It's just, uh, you know, especially as Mariner fans, never a fun time seeing the Astros in the world series. And, uh, the the Braves are just without Ronald Acuna. I just I don't really care. I mean, it's a cool story for them. They've been able to put together you know a, a magical run without their star player to get to the World Series. They beat the Dodgers of all teams to get there. But uh, yeah, I'm just not into it. And also you know all the stuff with the tomahawk chop and everything. I'm just uh, I I find a, I find it pretty hard to root for the Braves this year. And I I definitely won't be rooting for the Astros. So I'm probably not going to be watching this world series. What about you? Yeah, I don't give a darn about the world series. Um, a darn. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know what our, our I don't know if, if, you know, we're under PG orders or PG 13 orders, <laughs> but um, I just, I, I don't care. Um, yeah. I just, I just want, I don't care who wins. I really don't. I want this. I just want this world series to be over in four games because I want Jerry to have as much time as possible before the December 1st lockout 
to to get moving on things and get some stuff done because there's a good chance that you know that lockout happens and everything freezes and you and I don't have winter meetings to talk about. We don't have, you know, free agency to talk about. Nobody's going to be making moves. So basically once the lockout happens, it's just a freeze on everything. And I don't want that. And I feel like, you know, I, I think the Mariners are going to make several moves in November. I think they'll mostly be trades. Um, just because it seems like free agents probably are going to wait, um, until the new CBA to sign at least most of them. Uh, but if you're a team like the Mariners and you want to take big steps in 2022, you should probably be pretty aggressive on the trade market early, um, which is something Jerry's done in the past. So it, it kind of works. So uh, I don't care who wins the world series. I don't, I, I, I just hope it's done in four games. Uh, you know, give Jerry the extra four or five days to get something done. Um, and I just, I just want it to be Jerry season. So I, I don't care about the world series this year. The Astros win it fine. The, the Braves win it fine. I don't care. Um, just get it over with. Uh, and which is, which is a bummer. Um, but honestly, that's how I was going to feel once the Rays were eliminated. Anyways, I just, I, I didn't care at that point. I, the Dodgers win again, whoopee, you know, the Braves win. Eh. Yeah. The Astros win yuck, but I just, I, I do not care about the world series this year. Yeah, this this postseason would have been a lot better had there been, you know, Blue Jays, it, uh, had there been a Mariners, had there been, um, you know, someone different. You know, it just it's the White Sox, not super exciting, you know, good players, but hard to root for a Tony La Russa led team. The Astros, you know, with all the, the cheating scandals, which I don't really care about any anymore at this point. I think it's just kind of it's, it's old and done with need to move past it for the most part uh but still it's just eh, don't really care and also they're in our division don't you know uh, not super thrilled about rooting for them um you know the the red sox and the yankees who cares um you know the 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 rays were the one cool team and they got stomped by the red sox so um that was unfortunate and then you know again we got a ronald acunulus uh, bravest team making it all the way to the World Series. The Dodgers were not that good this this postseason, despite mm-hmm. all the talent that they have. That was really disappointing. The Giants, after winning all those games, were kind of a letdown. Obviously, they made it to a game five, but um, you know that probably should have been the NLCS. That that series probably should have gone to seven games. Yeah. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that it was in the NLDS. Um, yeah, it just it wasn't. I don't know. I, I just I wasn't really into any of the matchups this year, and now well, for it to culminate into the Braves and the Astros. Eh. Yeah, well, that's the thing too is that there really weren't that any that many surprising teams to crash the playoff party. I mean, essentially, yeah. you just substituted the Giants for the Padres, and the Giants, while a good team, pretty boring team. There's not a lot of star power there. There's not a lot of personality, um, at least national personality types. Um, and then, like you mentioned, there was there was just no no surprises. There was no like super fun yeah. teams that we hadn't seen before, and and so you put like, all it that been together. Fun, like if the Brewers went on went on a run, then yeah, I would have been into that because I like the Brewers. They're fun. Yeah, but uh, they're different. You know, we haven't yeah. really seen them before. Um, you know, in 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 a playoff situation, um, you know, deep in a playoff run, I should say. 
So yeah, something like that would have been better. And and also it's kind of weird that the biggest storylines of this postseason have been the umpires. We had the trash check yeah. swing that ended the Dodgers Giants series. We had the weird ground rule double where basically the ruling is if, if Renfro picked it up and just tossed it underhand into the stands, then he could have saved the run and it, it cost the Rays the game. Um, you know, it, there was the the awful uh, non-strike call for Evaldi that completely changed that series around. Um, it's just the biggest headlines or the biggest stories from the playoffs this year have been about how bad the umpires are. So, you know, there haven't been that many like huge clutch hits. There's been a lot of blowouts. And so, um, yeah, there's just not a lot memorable happening in this postseason. Uh, I mean, not for us who don't have a, a rooting interest. I mean, Braves fans would strongly disagree with me and that that's fine. Um, yeah, but no, it's like, a, it's a cool story for the Braves, you know, yeah. um, what they were able to do at the trade deadline and all those guys that they got from Soler to Duvall, et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, Eddie Rosario, um, you know, that's, that's great and all, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I just don't find it super interesting. <laughs> I just, I really don't. Yeah. It just, it's just been kind of a bleh. And then of course, for us, there's been the, the CBA talks that are hanging over all of this. And back to back days, we've gotten pretty bad news about that. Sure. Sounds like a lockout's coming. Um, which of course, you know, puts a whole, we all expected. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, it kind of, you know, puts a grind or a halt on all of our fun off season Mariner stuff. Um, because we're basically going to get three weeks of it before it just gets shut down completely. And, and that's going to be a problem. So, um, doesn't sound like they're all that close. Another source came out today and said, you know that that there it's once the World Series ends and and this becomes the primary focus, it's going to be a disaster. So, um, yeah, it's it's not looking good for Major League Baseball right now. Um, and of course, again, the playoffs kind of mired in this this awful umpiring and and um, you know just miss call after miss call and and now you're going to put labor negotiations on top of it. It's just a postseason that's kind of been washed out. A bunch of you know old money made the playoffs. No, really, no new blood. Um, and even the the kind of new blood that did make it, they got bounced pretty early. So, yeah, it's just kind of a boring postseason. There really wasn't much. Um, you know, there wasn't a team trying to break a drought or anything like that. It's just kind of meh. Yeah. And so I I don't I yeah don't I mean care. like it's it's yeah it's nice to see the playoffs and like home stadiums again having yeah. playoff atmospheres again great i you know seeing fenway in in october was cool but i don't i don't know i haven't watched much of it and i just i don't it's really it's just the matchups you know there isn't really like a huge pitching matchup that i'm like i'm dying to see there just not a whole ton of that and i yeah i, I really just I don't care. And, uh, and it seems like it's probably going to be the Astros that win it all in the end. And I just, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rather not exactly. <laughs> watch that. So, so yeah, um, it's just, uh, hope, hoping like you that this world series ends as soon as possible. So we can get into the off season and Jerry DePoto can have as much time as possible to, uh, make this thing happen and, and, you know, get some stuff done before the lockout happens because, uh, seems like we're pretty much heading that way for that. So, 
Uh, that's going to do it for our show today. But thank you so much for joining us here on Lockdown Mariners. For Colby Patnode, I'm Ty Dane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, this is D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. Thank you again for making Lockdown Mariners your first listen of the day every day. We'll be back tomorrow to end the week with Fan Fiction Friday where you submit your Mariners trade proposals and we read and grade them on air. In the meantime, make your second listen of the day locked on MLB prospects. Host Arm Lighton is a prospect encyclopedia and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. And just like us, his show is free and available on all platforms. So have yourself a beautiful baseball day and we'll see you tomorrow.